Hey everybody, it's Neil with the Dashly Gentleman. And back by popular demand, I have Frank. Say hi, Frank. Oh, hey. I'm so glad to be back. Where you been, buddy? I have been moving and working and moving and then more working and playing animu games because I am the worst weeb. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> the end. Animu games, are you talking about visual novels, Frank? I mean, yeah. I mean, I I I love visual novels. I think that I I'm pretty sure I'm ninety percent sure that most people who play visual novels are, are literally looking for porn. Oh yeah, obviously. And, and I don't feel like anytime someone says visual novel to me, I never think about like, you know, oh such an engrossing story. I always think about sweet bruh and then high five whoever because we, we jacked to the same stuff. <laughs> Does that seem weird to you? Isn't that weird? No, no, dude, not not even a little bit. You know, it's funny because like I remember, I bought I bought Tara like a ton of visual games uh, for Christmas, uh, like fifteen of them, and one of them was a super. It had a huge box and multiple CDs, and she played it for hours, and it was a really cute story. But then after a while, I realized that she was clicking like super fast. And then she starts getting really pissed off. And I'm like, I'm thinking, you know, is she like it because it's a cute story? And then she literally stands up and she throws her headset off and goes, where the fuck is the stick it in option? Because it had been like nonstop where she was just like, it's just a story. It's just a cute story. And then she went, goes and grabs a box, flips it over, and it realizes that there's no sex in this whatsoever. And she turned it off. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, answered my question. People don't play this for the engrossing character development. It's nice when it's there, but unless people are fucking, then no one really cares. I mean, let's be honest here. Let's let's be real here. Look, you don't have you don't have video games with sexy animal people, and not having fuck each other. That's all I'm saying. I mean, like, you need to, it needs to happen. It needs to happen. I mean, I can't play Skyrim anymore because of the same thing. You know? I mean, you have sexy animal mods. And then you get them to fuck each other. And I just I can't play it anymore. Because every time that like I hear the song come up, I get an erection. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get a Fusro die in your pants? <laughs> Fusro chub! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's be let let's be honest here. I mean, back in my day. <laughs> back back in my day. <laughs> before H games, um, you know, you had your, your Playboys and your penthouses. Did you, did you open them up and read the articles, Frank? Is that is that what you did? Did you? Want no, to... I didn't. I, I didn't even care because, like, you know, look, I'm gonna be that guy. Look, look, look me in my eyes. 3D girls can suck it. I'm all about the 2D bitches. The 2D bitches. <laughs> I mean, look, I I am the guy that when I'm watching a a love story anime, I fucking pick sides. <laughs> But I cannot. I can't I do. I pick sides. I cannot stand romance movies unless it's anime. I mean, like if it's anime, I'm like, I'm like, he loves so much. Look, <laughs> I just, I, I can't. I do. I get. I get. I get full into it. I felt the same way about Love Hina too, Frank. So, I. You know, it's funny because I play. Speaking, of, this is this is a good tie-in. Love Hina and visual novels. So we watched Love Hina and. Tara, Tara loves Love Hina, and my thing was, the guy is always put in all these situations where, I mean, it's your typical well, I mean, actually, it's really more like the progenitor of the, the harem anime shit, and so you 
you got this guy who's like in all these situations and they're they're fantastically sexual all the time yeah I mean, like, if it was me, I'd be dehydrated all the time because, like, I wouldn't be able to exist without, like, you know, like, oh, you go have dinner and then you got to, like, jerk off three or four times under the table <laughs> before you go to go jerk off in the bathroom. I mean, it's like, you know, you eat dinner or you eat dessert first and then you go and you eat dinner and then you eat more dessert after because you're fat. But then, you know, in in Lohina, I was always mad because I was like, why doesn't this dude just fuck everyone? I mean, like, where, why don't you just nail all the chicks? And then I had my answer in the form of a visual novel called School Days, which is also an anime where the dude falls in love with a girl. Spoilers. The dude falls in love with a girl on the train and they become boyfriend, girlfriend. And then they they're in like a they're like in college or some shit. And his friend who's been with him forever is a chick and she tries to help him get hooked up with the girl and then after like some like weird awkward like sexy moments she realizes that she likes him but then he hooks up with the other girl and so he bangs said girlfriend that he met on, that he wanted on the train the originally intended target but then at some point the two the the friend the friend and the dude they fuck too wait and wait what no, no, I'm serious. So like so he's still he's still he's still with the other girl, but then he he cheats on her with with his friend. And then and then he he discovers, "Oh my gosh. My PP is for more than peeing." And then he <laughs> proceeds to literally every girl in in the the college that comes with in proxy to him, he nails. And it and he gets to the point where he fucks so many girls that his girlfriend, his actual girlfriend pretty much goes crazy. And he dumps her because he wants to fuck all these other people. And so she, like, literally, she's, like, all rich and shit. She literally goes batshit nuts. I mean, she has pictures of him everywhere. And, like, you know, she's, like, cutting herself and shit. I mean, she's she's nuts. Verifiably insane. And then so he goes back. So then he ends up going out with a friend. And then he nails her a whole bunch of times. And then they graduate. And then he nails a bunch of girls while he's still with his friend. And, and this dude fucks everybody so much. And then he dumps the friend because she says she's pregnant. And then, so he gets back with the previous girlfriend who's totally apeshit. And then when he's at his apartment, the friend shows up to tell him that she's pregnant again and be like, you know, how could you do this? And then every he turns around, she stabs him to death. And I mean, like, and it's not the kind of like, you know, stick and then he falls over and it's all dramatic. I mean, the dude's crying snot and like she's screaming her guts out, fucking blood's flying everywhere. And I'm like, I love this show so much <laughs> right now this guy's such a dick i mean i've never seen anyone in fiction in my life deserve to be murdered over women as much as this guy does and then so so the the crazy girlfriend shows up and she opens the door and she sees all the blood and she doesn't it doesn't you know she's like hmm, okay <laughs> this, this is and, and she knows who did it so she she texts the girl and says you know hey i want to meet with you and then so then they meet they're on the pier or whatever and then the uh the, the crazy girl shows up and she hands the girl a duffel bag and she cut the dude's fucking head off. The crazy, the girlfriend went to the dead body after she found it, sawed the dude's head off and put it in a fucking duffel bag and then goes to meet with the girl that actually killed him and then literally guts her and says, oh look, there's no baby in you and then gets on a boat and sails away and that's the end of the fucking thing and it answered the question when you're in a harem situation you shouldn't fuck everyone. <laughs> so that's 
it taught me. That's why Kaitaro did not fuck everyone. (laughs) Exactly. It taught me the value of a single monogamous relationship. Now, even though all the girls might like you, and you may really want to stick a dick in them, now you really owe it to yourself and everyone around you to not. (laughs) (laughs) Particularly yourself. Particularly yourself. If you don't want to get your fucking... You want to stab like 30 times and get your fucking head cut off. You don't want any of this shit. You don't, I mean, you want to be fucking, I mean, just one. Just do one. And then, you know, fucking, I mean, marry her. You know? Marry her beforehand. And then get fucking, and then, like, no one can complain. It's con- you're, She's contractually trapped in. So you don't get fucking stabbed to death by a bunch of random anime girls. <laughs> she was terrifying. See, ladies and gentlemen, we can be romantic. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Get married so that I won't get murdered by your crazy ex. <laughs> <laughs> and we teach valuable life lessons <laughs> yeah yeah dude just because you can stick a dick in it doesn't mean that you should the more you know the more you know <laughs> yep so that's that was that was that was literally the harshest fucking visual novel on the planet that sounds a lot like what i hope um what's that game that's supposed to be coming out soon uh, Yandere Simulator? Uh, it's not. It's nothing like it. Damn. But I, I, I think I think the reason why Yandere Simulator isn't going to be anything like it is because is because it's a visual novel. Because Yandere Simulator is basically just like, oh, it's a murder simulator. I mean, it has nothing to do. There's zero character. It's that you like this blank anime boy, and then you have to murder every girl in the school because they looked at your blank anime boy. But, like, the thing about School Days and other visual novels that have dark, twisted moments like that is that it actually does have that character development that really makes it matter. So then, like, whenever, like, the dude dies, it's not just, like, blank anime boy falling over. It's this character that you followed for the last four hours, and you've read his entire every move that he's made and every decision he's made from the beginning of the game all the way up to now, which case is like, you know, fucking like two years past college. And, you know, you get to watch him get brutally murdered because of the shit that that he did. And in my defense, I attempted very, very, because you got like this meter in that where like you have like the, the, the friend here and the girlfriend here. And then you have you like the decisions you make, you know, make you go for one or the other. I went straight for one. Like, I was all in on the friend because I thought that the girlfriend was fucking boring as dog shit. And uh, it didn't matter. He still made literally all the bad choices. Even though I made a choice, I'm like, I'm like hey, I'm going to go visit, you know, the friend. But on the way, I'm going to fuck this girl behind the locker room. <laughs> and I'm like, no. I didn't want to do that. Asshole. I'm like, what part of that sounds like what I wanted you to do? I mean, like, so the game is designed that ultimately, no matter what you do, you'll get the same ending. But it's like everything else in between will unlock different scenes. The cool part about the cool part about School Days is that the, um, the sex scenes are completely animated. You know? And they're all voiced. So, I mean, like, I could just sit back, relax, and then just, like, one-hand keyboard mash, and it was great. I did the monster mesh, but with my pants off. <laughs> you did the monster mesh. Yeah. Gross, dude. It was, like, it, it was less like monster mesh and more like pest control, really, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, no, no. Okay, so, with 
<laughs> so school. <laughs> you just can't get it out of your head now. School days. This is your favorite visual novel, yes? No. Uh, I think. Oh my god! I don't can't mean like I don't even know if I could pick just one. That's the <laughs> that's the hard part. I mean like they're like potato chips. That's why like every time there's a steam sale, there's so many of them that you can grab all in one go. Aside from the fact that you know they um, they're all made by the same people and they're all super cheap. I get. I do get. The, I I don't enjoy steam for the fact that they take and they make it the censored versions of shit. Mm-hmm. So like I I desperately desire. Um, the uncensored versions in whatever capacity that I can find them and it annoys me whenever like I open a game and it's like you know like like oh the steamy visual novel I'm like fuck yeah and then like everything's censored I'm like I hate you to death you gotta go online and find the cheat code to make the booby <laughs> show yep and it and it just I don't, it just upsets me and, I, and I'm like why even have it I mean like I guess like I understand that steam wants to be like I guess kid friendly but does it need to be? I mean, you know, it, when it says 18 plus, you know, like you got games like fucking Hatred and Postal and shit going on sale right alongside visual novels. I mean, like, look, you know, the old saying, make love, not war. I mean, like, would you rather blow a dude's head to pieces or see a little bit of Snatcheroonie? I mean, yeah, that's that's the million dollar debate there, dude. Like, they always, always are pro-violence. And by when I say they, I mean... America. <laughs> Violence over nudity. Always. Always. 100%. We're Which talking. I've never really... I never understood that. I mean, like, what's the moral equivalency between, you know, like, so, like, so I saw some titties versus, you know, you know what was fun? Whenever I turned into a dragon, I dropped that guy off of a 5,000-foot high cliff, and then I watched him just tumble all the way down, surely dead. Well, I'll, I'll explain what I think about that in a second, but... Ryan asks, "You ever play Katawa Shoju? Do you know what that is?" I don't know. I I actually haven't. I actually have not played that. I just recently downloaded um, Nekopara, and I'm struggling with trying to make it the um, 18 plus version. <laughs> and I actually may just return it on Steam because I haven't even played it yet. Because I won't play it until I get the 18 plus version. Because either either we be fucking or we be returning the game. <laughs> and if I have to buy, if I have to buy it. Uh, through somebody else just so I can get the 18 plus version I will do so so help me god yeah don't reward uh, failure Frank with your, no, no dude with your I mean wallet. I'm not I'm not about that life but yeah so anyways as far as the my take on it is it's a whole lot easier to explain to your kids about death and destruction and murdering because it's more exciting than it is to, hold on bear with me than it is huh? to have to have the talk about boobies and peepees and vaginas. I guess like I'm I'm uh I guess like I'm not really in that camp then because I'm I'm like I I talk to my kids about it all the time, more or less. Not like where babies come from or whatever, I still leave that mystery because I think it's hysterical. But then the um uh like I have extremely inappropriate wallpapers. And like my son's always like, is them some boobies? And I'm like, you're damn right they are. <laughs> See, I'm not necessarily in that camp either. I mean, I, I think to be to be quite honest, and I've I've mentioned this before in our previous podcast where I really don't. Uh, I, I wish that there were no guns because you know, death and killing and malice and murder, sad times. Um, 
Well, that's subjective. <laughs> uh, come on now, let's not let's not lump everybody in together with oh, your sensibilities, okay? <laughs> God. But I mean, I I I know that that's you know fairy tale and real life exists, so guns exist for a reason. Anyways, that being said, I think it's a whole lot sadder talking about um, murdering and. And, and death more le- less a lot less exciting and more sad like yeah that's our life not like okay so get this you really one of these days you're really gonna you're really gonna like boob boobies but for right now they have cooties <laughs> and i ew that's gross yeah it's gross but one day it's they're not gonna be gross. <laughs> but one day all of a sudden you're gonna be like <laughs> let me get that hey <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a we were because I remember like my son said that he said because I talked about we were <laughs> we were watching Power Rangers and 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 I was like I was like Pink Power Ranger and he says yeah and I'm like Daddy would fuck the Pink Power Ranger <laughs> Jesus Frank <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he's like Pink Power Ranger girl that's gross and, and I'm like I'm like you know you spent nine months of your life trying to get out. And you're gonna spend the last like you know however many past eighteen trying to get back in. So <laughs> talk to me about that in like fifteen years. So uh, you're so cute. You think it's gonna happen after eighteen? Look, <laughs> I'm trying. All right, I'm trying. I, I I feel that once he gets to like a certain age, I'm like, no, cooties are a real thing. They will kill you. <laughs> you don't. You leave. You fucking leave girls alone. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to unlearn them, Frank, because you're learning them all the all the bad things now. Yeah, I know. I said like I want to do all those things to her, but uh, you don't do that. You don't do that. That's a daddy thing. That's me. <laughs> Daddy's not a good people. Okay. But dad. But dad, you said you'd give her a swirly. <laughs> you'd give her the Lion King. I heard you say it. Look, shut up. I know what I said, but you don't do that. <laughs> That's that's like that's where we're at right now because like he's decided that he's a Power Ranger and he's punching the shit out of people at daycare, and so now we're having to like re-educate and be like you know Power Rangers don't just randomly sucker punch people. <laughs> yeah, so, how's he gonna learn, Frank? He needs to practice. <laughs> I mean, like, I guess like he's going up to people and be like, "Super Mega Force need to start pow!" And then he's fucking whale somebody, and I'm like, "Why would you do that?" <laughs> Like, why would you do that? Because the I mean, show taught me to, dude. I mean, look, to be fair, to be fair, okay, look, let's let's really break it down. And I would like to say that he watches one of his favorite Power Rangers versions is the Ninja one. Yeah. And I would I would like to take the opportunity to praise him uh, for being vastly more authentic with his attention to detail on how a ninja operates. By sucker punching people, <laughs> like the entire like a ninja, <laughs> then the entirety of the cast that flips out in front of people and then decides to turn into a ninja. I mean, he is already a ninja, and then whenever Ethan's playing with the blocks, he punches that back of the head. Look, man, just you got two choices: you got to un- unlearn the behavior, or you got to provide him with smoke bombs. <laughs> <laughs> That would be fantastic. Punches a kid and then he throws a smoke bomb down and then runs out the door. <laughs> Where's your son? I don't know. He's a ninja. With his arms back behind him. 
<laughs> my my daughter ran like that for a while, and I and I'm like, kind of, daddy kind of wants to hit you. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna, <laughs> but I, you're not gonna because you're a cutie. I mean, so have you? I mean, have you ever played any visual novels? I've played a couple. Did um, they have to read them to you, or? Fuck you. <laughs> Listen, I played a couple. I didn't get very far with them. Uh, I played one from beginning to end. That was the game you gave me. Um, oh yeah. Uh, what the hell was it called? I can't even remember. Uh, it was called. Uh, shit. You know what? Talk to someone. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll find out here. Because <laughs> uh, Ryan said that to me, and it was glorious. And I literally, I think I got every ending. I played that game so many times. Oh, it's going to bug me until you find out what the hell the name is. I have to turn my server back on. Oh, I can't do no. It. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, Euphoria. That was it. Thank Euphoria. you, Ryan. That's the Oh, one. my God. It was so good. I, played that I one. loved it, everything about it. I, I, I found it very humorous. <laughs> like, I did too. Like I played it's... it first, and at first I was kind of like, "Ugh," but then I'm like, "This is pretty funny." <laughs> yeah, I I loved it. I'm like I'm like, you mean I can kill people? <laughs> Go on. See, so, I, I think that, I like well... Euphoria a lot better because you have choices. You have a lot of choices. It's not just like, all right, I'm literally reading a book right now, <laughs> like. <laughs> You know? And, and it's fine. If I want to read a book, I'll read a fucking book. Okay? Which I don't want to. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Not not so much. I, I'm, I was a big fan of the, you know, choose your adventure books. You know? And I like the visual novels that are like that. I started playing, how do you say it? Hateful Boyfriend? Hateful Boyfriend! <laughs> that game was fucking awful. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's weird. It's you know, you're you want you're a bird, and you want to fuck other birds, but they're actually you know they have human forms, and it's what, huh? And like seriously, like w within twenty minutes into it, I'm like, I have to, I have to get a refund. <laughs> this is awful. I look. I'm gonna be honest. I've never played it, but I do love the idea of pigeons fucking. <laughs> like animu pigeons, like. I don't even know. <laughs> I guess like I I don't understand it because I, I've seen some of the I've seen some of the trailers and I, and I and I periodically kind of like watch some uh, clips of let's plays of it, but before I got like really bored with it. Yeah. Um. But I spent a lot of time just being confused because I'm like, are they people? <laughs> are they, are they pigeons? pigeons? Are they birds? And I'm like, but if they're birds, are they all just are they all just pigeons? Or are there different kinds of birds? And if that's the case, then none of the other birds should be fucking the other birds because that's not how nature works. <laughs> so I don't understand anymore. You're looking for accuracy, Frank? <laughs> I mean, at least a little bit. You know, I mean, like, I don't know. They're talking pigeons, so I guess you get what you pay for, but <laughs> I... I'm, look, I'm, cons I'm just confused. I need some accuracy. <laughs> is that too much to ask for yes Neil? Look, look, okay look i just explained to you very long about the entire uh story of school days and you cannot tell me that would not be fucking accurate i think it would be mostly accurate 
Yes, it would. <laughs> I fu- I fucked all the girls in the school and dumped my girlfriend because I wanted to fuck more girls in the school. Whoops, I'm dead. I'm dead because I got one of them pregnant and then went back to my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then and then was like, nah, bitch, it's crazy. I only knocked her up three times. <laughs> Fourth one, obviously, is not mine. <laughs> and I, I really liked how we had the comparison between that and Love Hina because, yeah, I mean, okay, so how many times, how many times, how many times in a single day you, you know, oh, I'm just so happening to be the only guy in this all-girls school or all-the-girls dorm, you know, oh, man, slip fell, oh, I'm touching your boobs now. Like, that was the entire story. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, I get it. It's, it's a story. But it is a fictional narrative, Neil. Oh, look okay. now! Now we're talking about. Oh yeah, we're okay. complaining about accuracy. How many? What's the chances of that happening? I mean, all look. Day, okay, day? now. Okay, let's just let's just put like so. Let's. I mean, I know that Love Hina takes away the channel. Let's just let's put Love Hina in America. So then, like you know, uh, uh, he he slips, falls, touches a boob. Twenty seventeen, he immediately goes to jail for like thirty years for being a rapist. <laughs> Basically, so I mean, like the game would literally last thirty seconds. I bumped, I bumped into a girl, and I bumped into a girl while she was eating toast, and now I'm going to jail for attempted murder. <laughs> <laughs> for for what what would it be? Um, uh, food aside, <laughs> <laughs> munch aside, you know. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dignify that one. All right, we're <laughs> just gonna roll right past it. <laughs> I'm sure that you will. But, like, so every time he would accidentally grope one of these chicks, <laughs> Kaitara Moore, 2017. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's her face? The freaking main chick was always somewhere nearby to field goal his ass you mean six Hina? miles away. What? You mean Hina? That wasn't Hina, was it? Was it? I don't. I thought her name started with an N. I forget. Oh, uh, Naru, Naru Sagawa. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, I'm so good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> I know so much about Love Hina. I actually read the manga. <laughs> I I know so much about anime girls. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I could die. Me too. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of people that do. I like that visual novels are coming so far now. Like, not only are they fully voiced, but like, um, even though like I, I'm not thrilled with getting the non 18 plus version of it, Necropara is has a lot of animation to it. Yeah, and it is apparently exceptionally long, and uh, it's fully voiced, has all this animation, and I I love that. I love that visual novels aren't ma- remaining stagnant from like years ago, where like you know, it would be. Just like a sprite, or not a sprite, but like a picture here, and then a picture here, and then one will get bigger when I was talking, and then one will get smaller, then one's mm. talking, and then just go back and forth. And it's actually gone somewhere with it. Right. Uh, that being said, have you seen or heard of uh, Doki Doki Literature Club? Yes. That is the, I feel like the only, the next logical step in visual novels. Have how how much have you how much have you Very little. seen? Okay, so it's ah oh man, it's like I don't even want to talk about it because like if you if you talk about it, 
you spoil everything. And it... It is so... It, okay, let me just say that it's a game that is very self-aware. That it's a and game. That it's a game, and that it is very interested and it has a ton of different kinds of art so like all the scenes that that go down they all have different elements to them rather than just being like a a static image of a background school or whatever like a lot of visual novels do this one actually switches between a whole bunch of different ones and I like that that has a a lot of different kind of art assets Um, and then the story and the characters are all individual and they're all uniquely fleshed out and that's what makes it all the harder huh you talking about the game or you? Uh, <laughs> definitely the game because I spent so much time with that game just being like, because it, it's a mystery, and I figured out I figured out what's happening pretty early. Yeah, but it was still cool to watch it unfold. Sure, and I love, I love, I like I like fourth wall breaking, but only if it's done well. Like I don't like I get. I think Deadpool's okay, but I don't like Deadpool for a lot of a lot of fourth wall breaking because it's like it, it just basically makes the rest of whatever story is happening meaningless. Sure. And so whenever you have a game that does fourth wall breaking, like um, uh, uh, Spec Ops: The Line was an excellent one that did fourth wall breaking. Um, and then Doki Doki Literature Club is the first I've ever seen a a visual novel uh, do fourth wall breaking. So it's it's really awesome in the way that it does it and it doesn't make it bizarre. Jay. Hey, Jay. <laughs> Neo. I want him to talk about your haircut. Oh, Jay's <laughs> drunk. Hey, dude. Oh, no. Oh, no. We miss you. Why aren't you here on the podcast with us? Because he's like you and he doesn't read. I didn't say it, Jerry. He said it. I didn't say it. He knows. <laughs> he reads the label on the protein shakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's no funny, Frank. It's totally funny. I just got them playing a. Um, it's a little Russian visual novel that luckily isn't in Russian. It. Uh, it's called Sweet Fantasy. Yeah. It is. I laughed a lot. And it is another one of those things where I can say this game, this game could never be made in America. And I say that a lot about different. Um, I did say that a lot about anime, and I say that a lot about, especially like a lot of Japanese uh, TV, um, like not just TV shows, but like their game shows. Like mm-hmm. you could never do this in America. There's just literally no way because like somebody be suing somebody with within like ten minutes of the show being on, and and it makes it just makes me bananas. But like this um. This particular uh, visual novel is about a dryad who is in love with her sorceress boss, and you. But she's kind of an idiot, and then she has to make this love potion. I beat the whole game in like forty-five minutes with all the endings, but the um, uh, the long and short of it is that it, it has the only logical ending that it could possibly have had, where. She makes this love potion that basically all it does is it's like a super aphrodisiac for her boss. So she basically drugs her boss and then like 
the but the boss knows it and that that she got drugged and is pissed off about it. But then she like they still bang anyway. And then in the morning she fires her, and she says, "Well, you drugged me. Of course I'm firing you now. Get out." And I'm like, "Yeah, you drugged her. I mean, <laughs> you should you should fucking go. I mean, bye. I mean, and, that's the least of your worries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I do I love that. I mean, I love that it wasn't like you know they lived happily ever after. It's like. I mean, like, no, you wanted to snack on some of this, and so you're getting the fuck out now because, I mean, you did the thing that was terrible. Yeah, you gave her a hot Casby. I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, take some of these quaaludes and a little bit of this vodka, and then, you know. I I did, though. I mean, like, I found, I found the idea that you could do something so fantasy-like and then have to suffer consequences for it almost refreshing. Because it's like you always see in fantasy shit, you know, the girl makes a potion of love and then they'll live happily ever after. But it's like, but that is it. But is it really? Mm-hmm. Is it really? Is it really love? And in this one, it was like, no, it was just an immediate, like, it was an immediate reaction to this potion. Okay, you're fired because that was fucking weird. That was weird. <laughs> and the cops. That, that was weird. <laughs> and, you know, by the way, you know, you're lucky I don't just kill you. So. <laughs> Ryan says, speaking of visual novels. What do you think about the controversy over David Cage's new game, Detroit Become Human? I don't know any controversy over it. I don't even know what that is. Well, it's David Cage. I love his games. Dude, dude, tell me about it, Frank, if you know. Uh... Where's Chad? Why is the police outside? (laughs) (laughs) Hold, please. Yeah. I, I guess like I don't know. I didn't write to deliver a message. Wait, isn't this the? I think this is very. Isn't this the one of these for like the tech demo for the PlayStation Four? Because um, I don't know. I know that if it's the same one that I'm thinking of, uh, the 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 video that they used to showcase the PlayStation Four's power uh, was this video where they take a. Um, an android and basically build it from the ground up but then the android ends up being self-aware and then in the process the the guy who's manufacturing it tries to uh decommission her take her apart so it's like so she's got all these you know the the plates and stuff that are supposed to complete her um internal skeleton and then uh they uh start taking them off and she starts panicking because it's effectively killing her and then so the dude decides to put her together and then let her go. I mean, like, I think it was a one-off just trying to show the um, the mocap on it. But it was it was really quite profound, and I really enjoyed it. Basically put out a trailer that showed a little girl being beat to death in a bad thing that reverse time to show how you could change things and end up saving her. People lost their shit over the domestic violence against the child being part of the game. Of course. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So, I mean, you know, okay, so my feels on that, two parts. One, do people not realize um, Battle Angel Alita, I just watched the trailer in it. I mean, like, it's weird because, like, I love Christoph Waltz, and I think he's going to do a great job, And but I think that the, the, the mocap animation is fantastic, but I think Alita looks terrifying, and it's so fucking weird. So fucking weird. It's so fucking weird. It's so weird that they gave her the great big anime eyes and no one else in the whole fucking show. Like she stands out and she's so bug-eyed and it's just bizarre. I mean, out of they they, they should have 
either made her even with everyone else or made the whole goddamn thing animated. You know, like um, the Final Fantasy movie where, you know, everyone's animated. Everyone is the same on the same equal footing, but she's she's a machine. But she's going to be like, you know, you're, talk, you're talking to her and her eyes are like this fucking big. And like, you know, you're, you're like a regular human actor and you're talking to this giant bug-eyed, you know, girl machine. And she's like, blink, blink, blink. And it's awkward. And I'm like, oh, I don't like any of that. Listen, Frank, so, we don't we don't talk about the Final Fantasy movie. Yeah, spirits without. Uh, so so my feelings on on the idea of a domestic situation with a child being represented in a game is two parts. One, um, it's it's not to me it it's not good, but at the same time, whenever it comes to a story narrative, it's ignorant or naive to think that you know there is never any violence against children that's something that's that's not good but it is unfortunately not all that rare either it's not something that i particularly want to see in a game but at the same time depending on the the context of the story being driven it also could make sense um that being said there better be a good reason for it you know i mean like if it's just like you know like you make like one bad decision all of a sudden like a child's getting their teeth fed to them because you know you decided to cross the street slightly early or slightly late i will be pissed if it is like the culmination of all the decisions that you've made for the entirety of this noticeably adult game that children shouldn't even be fucking playing anyway then you know okay you know i mean not that it's great but i mean the fact that you're able to see it happen and then be like okay the decisions that you made were poor and now we're going to let you rectify it. If anything, compared to a lot of games, especially David Cage games, where he makes you, like, you make a decision, and he makes you fucking eat it. Like, you deal with it. You own that decision now. He's giving you a way out. So, I mean, like, the kid gets the shit, they gets their ass killed by someone beating the shit out of him, but then you can immediately reverse it and then redo it as a, as an, as a do-over is a gift compared to a lot of other games that he's created where, you know... I didn't get the screwdriver in time, so now the origami killer is eating my face. Sounds I know exactly that's not... like uh, Life is Strange. Yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty close. I mean, like, so if you get to go back in time and then fix it, you know, just like with Life is Strange, I mean, there is never a moment in that game that really has any real tense. You no, know, there's no tensity to it because you can always go back in time and fix whatever you fucked up. Right. So, like in the, in this context, I mean, that is a blessing where like you can like the kid gets beat to death and you're like oh it's horrible and then you reverse it and then you fix it so to me it's like so he gave you an out he made it so that it's part of the story it's contextually accurate it works well with everything else that he's done but then it's made it so that it's shocking enough for you to want to do something about it and then you get the opportunity to do something about it which you know if you if if you're trying to apply a real world logic to something like that that is that is absolutely a gift. You see something horrible, and now you can do something about it. And you know, I don't know. I don't really see. I don't like seeing kids get hurt, obviously. But at the same time, I don't think that we should shy away from it either, because it is something that unfortunately does happen. And being able to be gifted with the idea of being able to do something about it is pretty profound in a in a sci-fi fantasy way. So, I mean, personally, I don't, I don't see that much wrong with it, unless it's gratuitous. I mean, like if he's beating the crap of the kid, kids crying, it's not blood, fucking everything. And he's like starts hitting her on the side of the head, and her eyes come out and shit. Okay, yeah, I go, come on, 
You know, you, yeah, you made your point. Win. You made your point. Yeah, Go come stop. On. Come on. <laughs> come on. See, speaking of Life is Strange, see, I know that's not a visual novel, but there's a lot of games like that, uh, like the Telltale series. It's pretty close. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's a, it's a visual novel, but with moving parts. And as in you move a character around. Right. You know? Right. Uh, you don't just flip the page. But um, I don't know. I used to love those games. And now yeah. I just I just feel like I don't have fucking time for them. <laughs> I don't want to spend four hours trying to find the wrench, you know? <laughs> but that's why I gave up on Life is Strange. I bought the whole damn thing. Like, there's like six chapters and everything. It's... And then I I did the whole um, uh, the Back to the Future game, which was fantastic, but uh, same deal. Like, oh man, I went back and forth. I went all over the place. I can't find this one little fucking thing that you're supposed to find to open the door and blah 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 blah. I don't know. I, I maybe I just don't have patience, Frank. I think that's what it is. I, I think I think you have become part of the uh, the new age of instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Hattori boyfriend. <laughs> I think he, I think you're trying to be a hateful boyfriend. Now we we talked about pigeons fucking and the the the, the pigeon boning simulator. Yeah, and how I had to get a refund immediately because pigeons weren't fucking. <laughs> <laughs> they kept on talking about it, but you know. You talk about that this pigeon fucked much. <laughs> <laughs> I am disappointed. I am disappointed. There are no penises on this pigeon at all. <laughs> Not even any dry humping. Nothing. Yeah. So I'm I'm just re- I'm reading this article for, article from WCCF Tech um, about uh, Detroit and Cage, so that he's attempting to create a very emotional experience. I want the player to feel something in Detroit. That's my goal as a creator. Different people see different things in this game. And I'm totally happy about that. That's the nature of the beast, and I think it's great. Do you feel like Cage is going too far with his emotional experience? No. No. Because, I mean, like, you know, it. I know, we, we just finished talking about it, but it's, you know, it's one of those things where if you don't like it, don't buy it. Yeah. And speak, speak with your wallet. And if, if seeing, like, yeah, if seeing images like that offends you, obviously it's not the game for you, but you can't just shy away and pretend like that shit doesn't happen. <laughs> It's, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like, I, I get that it's entertainment, but I mean, you know, at the same time, you know, did anybody, did any, <laughs> did anybody cry or or get all offended or or demand the HBO bullshit whenever um, Melisande and uh, uh, Game of Thrones gets poisoned and she bleeds out, you know, or 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 fucking uh, any of the kids in that show? I mean, two of the kids. I mean, no, I mean, seriously, though, like, two of the kids get fucking burned alive. Yes. I mean, did the any, did anybody, away, but, you know. I mean, did anybody fucking write their congressman then? I mean, right. what the shit? I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, the, video games, visual novels, I mean, you name it. It's all an art form, okay? And art imitates real life. Mm-hmm. Obviously. If you don't like it, don't look at it. But like I said, for you to not acknowledge that it's a thing, <laughs> that it exists, I think is more offensive to to me, to anybody than than it's, it's just you you can't just look away. Look at it; it's happening. You know, 
I think that like another good example of that is um, in uh, Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, a subject that's very rarely ever approached in video games, and one that is unfortunately also, you know, along the same vein. Like this kid gets beat to death, but in Metal Gear Solid Five, Snake finds a bunch of child soldiers, you know, and and I'm like that's that's a very real thing, and that's a very real thing that they approached in that game, where it was you know snakes trying to rehabilitate them to just be kids, and they can't. Right. And and that's and to me that's actually just as tragic, if not more tragic, than something in Detroit, because in in the case of Metal Gear Five, you don't get takebacks. You know, you can't change what's happened to those kids, and it's not even like implied. You see it happen. So you in that case, it's even worse. Like with this kid. So like the kid, the kid gets beat to death, and then and then you do you know you save him. And now a kid's no longer beaten to death. Congratulations. High five yourself on the way out the door. Right. Hang on, Swastika's the new Battlefield game. Yeah, that uh, that censorship. I'm not about censorship in any any format. The only kind of censorship that you should do is a censorship that you perform for yourself. Right. Where you decide, I'm not going to consume that material because I don't enjoy it. So, therefore, uh, do that. Which is, you know, this is how, I, this is how I'm going to bring it all back. This yeah. is why I'm going to return a bunch of stuff on Steam because there's not enough fucking. <laughs> and I don't appreciate that. I I am a very visceral person. I need either an X amount of body count or X amount of fucking. And, and if I don't get one or the other, I, I my interest just drops like a rock. What about both? You know? I mean, if I can get both <laughs> Game of Thrones, thank you, I love you, um, then then it's then I'm, I'm stiff as a brick. <laughs> that's frank's fetish jpeg <laughs> what is it my fetish that's true um diapers true <laughs> fact I, I i look i deal with enough diapers i'm i'm over it change like fucking 30 a day i'm good so i feel like <laughs> because because he's brought it up i feel like i should explain the wabacha and how it relates to semi-visual novels slash David Cage games. Please do. So, has any? Did you ever play Heavy Rain? I've seen trailers for it and videos for it, but never actually played it. Okay, so first of all, you're a terrible person. Second, um, you need to play it. Third, um, there's a scene in the game. Spoilers, where you're trying to save your son, and you have to go through like this. You're in this grubby <laughs> ass room, and you've got a little. Uh, screen where it has like a countdown and the the dude says in order for you to get out of this room and to get one step closer to me giving you an address and then getting to uh, uh, where your son is and saving him you have to cut off a finger and because uh, you have to show sacrifice right and so what <laughs> so what ends up happening is first of all I went I immediately went for the kill mm-hmm. and I was playing in a room full of people and, and they were basically sightsee driving and thank god too because they ended up helping me get the, the best ending but um, I I saw like look this is how my brain works there are a ton of things in this room for me to cut my finger off with and that's how it's designed you know you pick your poison um, I went to the completely opposite side of the room bypassed like all the other sharp objects and shit and I grabbed a, a fucking a handsaw mm-hmm. And I was literally gonna put my my pinky on the table and just saw this motherfucker off. Oh my god! And 
I was so in. I was like, I'm like, this guy is going to scream and it is going to be wonderful because I hate him. <laughs> and so, and, but everybody yelled at me like, you can't do that. You gotta, you gotta do this. Yeah. So then, you know, we got a blowtorch and we got antiseptic and we got bandages. And so, I mean, like, I basically had like a whole trauma kit prepped. Right. for whenever I, I did this thing and then I but I still had the saw and they're like you can't use the saw and I'm like why it's mine <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted <laughs> I wanted it so bad but then so they made me get the axe and so but you when know, you put your finger on there you had to use the six axis and you had to like mm. you know I, I didn't realize it at first because I just had the thing and I was waiting and he's just kind of standing there like that and I'm like that's probably more terrifying than anything <laughs> no, I gotta cut my finger off. But then you're sitting there like, <laughs> <laughs> so when I finally realized that, and everybody's yelling at me, I gotta cut the finger off because I'm running out of time. And whatever, I I took the six axes. I literally just went, because I was so excited. I finally got to hurt this fuck, and I whopped that finger off, and it flies across the room, and I am just at absolute euphoria of giggles and I almost passed out from laughing because I was so happy I finally got to hurt this dude and then it's like it's like apply the antiseptic I'm like no fuck him but then everyone <laughs> so, <laughs> and I had to cauterize the wound and shit and I just I don't know that's why I went back and I played it uh, I saved it and I went back and I played that scene immediately and I, and I sawed his finger off no antiseptic no nothing in your teeth to bite down on the pain this is first of all this guy's the, the biggest idiot on the planet I mean, because like he takes the saw and he just goes across the knuckle, but like, but dude, like you hear it, you hear it grinding, like like grinding on the bone and table. But he doesn't put any like any force behind it, so he's like, and, he, and then he goes in the outstretched, and I'm like, dude. I mean, if it was me, I'd be like, oh, god, that hurt. Oh, I mean, the finger's gone and you're freaking out. Yeah, sure, scream. But I mean, like, I'm not doing the, like, the one, two, one, two. I'm not a, I'm not a carpenter. Okay. I mean, like, my goal is this finger's got to come off. I mean, he might as well have turned around and gone to the grubby-ass disgusting door and slammed it in the door until it fell off. That's how effective he was being with the saw. I think, Ryan, he had to, like, what, like, like saw the finger, like, four times. And I'm like, it, it takes the shittiest of saws even if it sat in your garage for like three years in the rain the shit's still sharp enough to cut through your finger and probably one or two goes i mean he's like ah, 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 ah. and i'm like just pull it off i mean like at this point just pull it off quit fucking around now you're just playing with it now you just like it you know i mean what this, the hell's wrong with you this is fetish touch yeah <laughs> Oh my god! So this is in heavy rain. Yeah, that's in heavy rain. There, there's all the heavy rain is incredible. I think I, have I think that game. I just never. I played think it. of all the David Cage games that that he's played or that he's played that he's made, um, I think Heavy Rain is probably uh, his best. Magnum Opus. I haven't played Detroit obviously because you know exist. Well, I know it existed, but I haven't played it yet. I, I don't. I'm not aware that it's out. But um, Heavy Rain was amazing. I loved Indigo Prophecy. Uh, but Indigo Prophecy got weird, like real weird, like real fast, uh, to where I was kind of like, I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> That's like at first I was solving a murder, and now I'm a Superman, and I don't understand how that happened. 
I I have galaxies in me, and I'm shooting laser guns out of my eyes, and I'm not really sure where I'm going with this. What happened? <laughs> yeah, Super Saiyan Jesus. I mean, he literally like does the whole like you know raises up in the air crucifixion style and levels a building with energy blasts, and I'm like, Doctor Manhattan. How did that happen? <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm hazy on the when did I yeah when did I become Doctor Manhattan? You know, I'm just waiting to the part where like he he descends. And he's bald, and he glows, and his dick's out. You know? <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm, I'm not saying I wasn't waiting with bated breath, but I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's implied, you know. Uh, but I, oh, I, I did like Beyond Two Souls, even though I didn't think that it's nearly as good as Heavy Rain. Mostly because I spent a lot of time being like, well, then just kill him. You got super scary ghost assassins. <laughs> kill him I don't understand what the problem is okay kill him <laughs> okay I'll kill him alright we get it There, I have I have a ton of visual novels right now because they all went on sale on Steam and, I, and there's a bunch of them I want to play one in particular I want to I, I look Neil's going to get mad at me for mentioning it I want to play Coming Out on Top we're not ever going to play Coming Out on Top I feel like I feel like we should look I'll let I will play it. That game I will play hilarious. Because <laughs> I want to be the fuzzy bear dude. <laughs> I want to be a. I want to be a fuzzy bear power bottom. <laughs> I mean, you kind of are, in real life. I thought we already covered this. <laughs> I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you are though. Uh... <laughs> it's just not right. Look, let's. Uh, I don't know, man. It, this visual novel. No, thing I, I know. I know that we probably won't be able to play it, and I also do know that there's an uncensored version of it, and I know that I'm going to find it. Of course, you can't. There's no half measures here. All right. You t- no, you, you you can't. I mean, you you either go full 18 plus, or you just don't play the game. Yeah. You just get a refund. Yeah. Unless it's designed that way. Might as well. I mean, even even the bullet hell games I play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have a, they have the full on nude patch. I mean, I um, I, I downloaded one called Superstar, that that I'm, like I'm genuinely actually thinking about returning it, and and just because like, I I bought it, because it was like uh, I think it was like thirty cents or something. It was incredibly <laughs> cheap. My money back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but. Now that I've actually like sat down because I actually have internet now and I actually actually read some of the shit that I that I purchased, I'm reading I'm reading the blurb on this game and it's it's you know you're a high powered uh, talent agent and you use that power to have sex with people who are trying to break into the industry and I'm like is this like a Harvey Weinstein simulator? This is real life actually. I was this like is not this fantasy. is I'm like this is actually awkward. I actually feel guilty for owning this now. You get your little casting like, catch, dude. I'm like, I actually, I actually don't like that. <laughs> it's, it's getting too real in here. Getting too close to home. <laughs> I know. I mean, like, yeah, I'm just because I just know that at one point, like, there's gonna be like this this little girl from like a little tiny town or whatever, and she's gonna be good at singing and then plays the guitar, and then she's gonna be all crying. Let's turn it off. <laughs> it's too real. I can't. Yeah, I'm sad. I, I can't. You're making me fucking sad. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> That's somebody's that what I daughter. Wanted. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> I mean, really though, like I, I actually am thinking about returning it because I'm mean, this is too real. This is too real is too this too much. I can't. I can't. I can't. It makes me sad. <laughs> you poor little poor little boy. No. Oh, oh, I did get one. That is kind of like a it's kind of like a visual simulator. I can't remember the fuck it's called, but um, I bought it for my wife. It is incredibly fucking vulgar, and I love it. Uh, because it's everything I wanted and more in an age game. Um, but it, it is an actual RPG, like an honest-to-God RPG. You, like, you level and you get weapons and whatever. That game is fucking hard. It is so hard, and you, there is no save. You beat the game or you start the fuck over, and if you die, it starts you over. There's, it, like, you don't, there's no checkpoint. So like, I, I literally spent at one point in the first level of the dungeon, I, I wandered around and I leveled for four hours because I I got my ass beat in the by the very first boss. And I I had like that moment, the same moment I did whenever I played Final Fantasy VII, where I just like ran around in a circle for three days, just killing shit until I was level 99. And I'm like, now nothing be fucking with me. <laughs> That's cool, dude. Don't, 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 don't fucking patronize me. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> Baby, come back. I think we're good, dude. You got any more under the hood over there? Oh, I got so many visual novels. I know okay. you do. I mean, I, we get to do, we get to do this all night. I like the one about the, the, the military doggy people. They Mil moved to Japan and they got to like, they got to make a life. And by that we mean fucking... Of course. <laughs> when does it not mean fucking? Well, I mean, if if you ever hang out with me, it doesn't ever not mean fucking. So I mean, I mean, true. You just got a one track mind over there. I'm too fucking murder. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, mean, no. I did Sorry. the claw hand for murder. I don't know why I did that, but <laughs> you're afraid of the claw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we got we got fucking and murder. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm missing a hand apparently. Murder came up. Murder came with a fireworks accident. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Thanks, everybody, for dropping the <laughs> lie. We, uh, we appreciate you. I think Frank's losing his shit over there. No, we, we were talking about HKMZ. He's going to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Shut up. It was funny. <laughs> I laughed. If you like what you heard, like what you saw, please like, rate, comment, subscribe. <laughs> like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> He's gonna piss what? himself. <laughs> I'm just, I think it's funny. It wasn't that funny, Dad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's it, I'm out of here. Let me come back. Alright, I'm back. Okay. 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 Don't 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 do this. Let's not fight. Until next time folks, we will see you later. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it makes me laugh. Cause it's been like a month. <laughs> <laughs>